Hello, and welcome to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Gerrand, and I'll be giving you my honest thoughts on the books I read. While the reviews will be short and to the point, they'll include everything you want to know without any spoilers to help you figure out what you should read next. So with that said, let's jump right in. Hi, everyone. So today's book review is actually a sequel, and it's a sequel to the book A Deadly Class by Naomi Novik that I actually reviewed a couple months ago. So while I will give you a brief summary of what that book was about, for those of you who missed that episode or just don't remember it at all, I would encourage you to maybe go back and listen to it. But if you do remember it or you did read A Deadly Class yourself, then stay tuned for the rest of this review. So, like I said, the first book in the series is titled A Deadly Education, and the entire series is called The Scholomance Series, and it's written by Naomi Novik. I personally was a big fan of the first book, everything from the characters to the storyline to the writing itself. Hence, me deciding to read the sequel and do this review. The entire series is extremely immersive and imaginative. And to kind of jog your memory in regards to the first book, it's the fictional fantasy novel that follows the protagonist, Elle, who attends Scholomance, a school for the magically gifted. And if you're thinking this sounds a little like Harry Potter, think again. It could not be more different and a lot darker, because at this school, you either graduate or you die. And in the meantime, until you're a senior faced with graduation yourself, you're tasked with learning new spells, saving up mana to be able to cast said spells, forming alliances, and trying your best to stay alive. Because the school is filled with all sorts of terrifying monsters that can kill you in the blink of an eye and in a variety of ways. But as bad as the school may seem, it's actually safer for magical kids inside the school rather than out in the real world. Here, they're able to learn and harness their powers while actually being exposed to fewer monsters than the amount that's out in the real world. So in the first book, we're introduced to this concept of Scholomance and the character Elle as she navigates the school and the discovery she makes about her own dark powers, which are much darker and much more powerful than her fellow students. As she navigates this discovery and works towards graduation, she meets Orion, who's sort of like the antithesis to Elle where she's prickly and standoffish and is a loner, he's always getting on her nerves by showing up just in time to save the day. And without giving too much away, in case you haven't read the first book yet, eventually Elle does make a group of friends, she ends up tolerating Orion's existence, and they all end up working together to the point where Elle's fellow students no longer fear her and her power, but they respect her. So this is where this book, The Last Graduate, picks up. And just like with the previous book, this book also had me on the edge of my seat in total suspense right up to the very last page. But unlike with the first book, where the focus was just on being introduced to Scholomance and the overall visuals, 
This book really got to do a deep dive on the details of how Scholomance operates, as well as what's supposedly going on outside of the school. So, for example, we learn much more about spellcasting. We learn that freshmen have a weight limitation on the supplies they can bring in with them. We learn that the school has global entry, so there are students from all over the world, but there are a limited number of slots per region. We learn more about the outside world in general and the enclaves that magical families are a part of. And we also learn more about how the school itself functions, specifically in regards to graduation. So graduation is talked about in the first book, but previously Elle was only a junior, so she wasn't graduating yet. However, in this book, she is. And it's extremely important and relevant because graduation is where all of the seniors enter into the graduation hall and all of the monsters in the school flood into the hall and students are forced to defend themselves as they try and make their way out through the front doors of the school. And as you can probably imagine, it's a bloodbath. So in The Last Graduate, despite Elle's tough exterior and prickly personality, she's decided to formulate a plan where she'll use her powers in an attempt to get every single student out of the school alive through the graduation hall, which is essentially an impossible task. So the novel unfolds around this central plot point. But apart from that, we also get more relationship development in this book, both romantic relationships as well as friendships. There are also still quite a few dark, humorous moments. And although Elle has made this very heroic decision, she still grapples with the concepts of light and dark throughout the book. Which was something else I think I touched on in the last episode, but want to bring up again, which is what a great, complex character Elle is. She's not at all a typical, cliche female protagonist. And I think that can be credited to being written by a woman, because I feel like Novik really nailed a true female personality, as well as the teenager mentality and attitude, which is really hard to do as an adult. So the result actually ended up making this a great read for really any age. I think it's categorized as a young adult book, but as an adult myself, I loved it, and I also know a ton of other adult readers who would also really enjoy this book. However, as much as I loved this book, and I would probably personally give it four or five stars out of five, I only recommend it to anyone who's interested in this type of genre, because I do want to touch on, again, some of the comparisons that I mentioned in my review of the first book. Because for some reason, this series is being compared to Harry Potter by other people and other reviewers, but like I said before, it's nothing like Harry Potter. Instead, I would really recommend this to readers who are into things like gaming, specifically fantasy-type games, or for those who play Dungeons & Dragons, or for those who have seen the TV show Deadly Class. And I don't want those comparisons to put anyone off of this book, because there are probably a lot of people listening who have never played fantasy video games or never played D&D, which is totally fine. I think as long as you're not judgmental of those things, or think they're lame, or at the very least, you're open to their concepts, the idea of monsters and casting spells, 
things like that. I think that's the key to really enjoying this book. So if you do think this book or this series is up your alley, you won't be disappointed because like I said, both the first book and the second book had me in total suspense from start to finish. And in my review of the first book, I also mentioned a cliffhanger ending, but I would have to say that this book ended on an even bigger cliffhanger. My jaw literally dropped when I read the last page. And it was one of those endings where you could end it there and readers could kind of draw their own conclusions. But at the same time, there has to be a follow-up because otherwise people will riot, which in my opinion is an aspect of the book that is definitely going to lend itself to being a fantastic movie. Because that's something else I mentioned in my last review, the fact that the Skullamant series is being turned into movies. I have no idea when. I'm sure COVID kind of pushed things back a bit, and we'll definitely have to see how the first film performs in the box office before there are any sequels, but I am incredibly excited to see how they imagine it in terms of bringing it to the big screen. However, there is a part of me that is a little nervous, because while there are some books that got great movie adaptations, I always think about the Percy Jackson series and the way that Hollywood absolutely butchered it to the point where the author himself described it as my life's work going through a meat grinder. So fingers crossed we won't have another Percy Jackson situation. That being said, I'd definitely urge you to read these books. That way you can see how the movie is going to compare for yourself. And I will definitely be reading the third and final book in the series. So I guess it's actually a trilogy. And I'll also be doing a review on that as well. But in the meantime, I'll be giving you reviews on all sorts of other books and other genres. So as always, keep an eye out for the next episode. Also, feel free to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe from wherever you're listening from. Be sure to follow along on Instagram at Brutally Honest Books, and I will talk to you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from. If you like this show, you can rate and review on iTunes, and be sure to follow along on Instagram at Brutally Honest Books.